0: Hey, you're listening to Afropop Worldwide on Stewart Avenue, broadcasting live from Brooklyn, New York. Yes. Uh, stay tuned. We have The Fabulous, Fabulous Courtney Rose, The Fabulous. The Fabulous.
1: It's a new word, but it means what you think it means.
2: <laughs> Hello, Josh Colen with you on Afropop Worldwide from PRI, Public Radio International. You just heard Akornifa Achia and Morgan Green Street from our headquarters in Brooklyn during Afropop's first live internet radio broadcast. In collaboration with Stewart Avenue Internet Radio, Afropop staff and New York City-based artists from Africa and Harlem came together on a cold Saturday in February for an interesting discussion on music Dance, performing, and the infamous New York City hustle. This show is also filled with fantastic music from our rich collection of vinyl records, DJed by Alejandro Vanzan Escobar of Echo for Show. Enjoy these highlights from our six hour broadcast. Support for AfroPop Worldwide comes from the National Endowment for the Humanities and the National Endowment for the Arts. And now,
0: hi, my name is Akonefa, and it's really cool to be here on Stewart Avenue.
3: Awesome. How did you get involved with AfroPop? Has it kind of been a lifelong interest in music from Africa, or for from a specific Absolutely. part so of the yeah. continent?
0: Or, I'm from originally from Ghana. Um, I was born and raised in Madison, Wisconsin, but I have um, lived in Ghana for three years when I was younger and i am gone back and forth. And so there's always been Ghanaian music and there's a very strong African community in Madison, Wisconsin. So I've always been surrounded by Sierra Leonean music and South African music and Nigerian music. Um, Cameroonian music, so I've always really, really loved um, African music and music of the diaspora. My um, special love is for hip life music yeah. from Ghana, which is kind of a interesting combination of high life, which we just heard from the African brothers band. Yeah and hip-hop. That's kind of what I have to play today. I have some hip life. tunes.
2: But before we dive into that, we have a special guest here to tell us more about hip life.
4: I'm Layla Adu. I'm a composer, musician, performer, and recently scholar. My dad is from Ghana. He's Adu, a musician and a playwright and a poet in London, and my mom is from New Zealand, hence my accent. I was born in London, so I'm a bit of a globetrotter. <laughs> yeah, for sure.
2: Leila is currently a Princeton doctoral fellow, studying composition, and is writing her dissertation on Ghanaian music producers.
4: We can talk like informally, but I could also read this tiny bit of my dis- dissertation, which is about the history of it. Yeah, a lot of this harmony comes from a female singing, mm-hmm. like so I went back and transcribed a whole lot of that. So it kind of gets pretty deep into the harmony. Yeah, I, mean, I sort of went on these three tracks of looking at their music, then looking at highlife harmony, and then looking at African American minimalist hip-hop. So this is published actually on criticalimprov.com, this whole chapter. The first genre of burger highlife, with its blend of drum machines, synthesizers, and highlife, it was a precursor of other electronic styles to come. Burger Highlife was named after the electronic highlife produced by many bands immigrating to Hamburg in Germany in the 1980s. Among these immigrants were the successful Lumba brothers, including Sakurye, and by the 1990s, Ghanaian artists had started rapping over electronic hip-hop backing tracks from overseas, and that, that's sounding more like the New York kind of Um, stuff. Later they began to produce the backing tracks themselves. Hip Life began when rap vocals turned from English to Pidgin to local languages like Chiangar and Reggie Rockstone was the first to rap in the Hip Life genre, eventually adding High Life and Nigerian Afrobeat music to the tracks and soon producer Panji Ankoff began to include traditional Ghanaian instruments and rhythms with the group Talking Drums. With Hip Life it seems you can have music that has a hip-hop backing track but with trianga vocals. Right. Or you can have music that has Ghanaian samples, kind of high life music in the Mm -hmm. background. Or there's there's, this other kind, which is this kind of Caribbean, Jamaican ragamuffin influence. And that's still lumped under hip life, apparently. Right. But that that does seem like an outlier. Right. Yeah. But that was more recent, right? Yeah, yeah. That's not like with um, Shatawale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's the third generation, like One Love, Pugoloi, Sarkozy, and D Black. Right, yeah.
0: Yeah, okay. That's so. a nice chronological synopsis.
2: Thank you. Let's hear some music from the third generation of hip life with You Go Kill Me by D. All right.
5: You know say money, no be problem. Honest on to block. All right, I'm back again. Do you know what time it is? Straight up what's up listen I'm a man ma can't even miss him. Michelle, she been a bit frousy, winky now. Walkin' me and Mimu I'm with some bairies in a day, you man. ọ high the day What The I I am perfume, rice, one but binti, mamua eh, a the I wanna go a to but the whole I thought the, so the anchor. If you want a join i my a If you do, man, i be too fear. If you talk me, a bar. i this time, do Puma, No, I know champagne. But have still a a methane. Let that shoot, this campaign. The group, you know, you to complain. It's the way you my speckle. This girl, could they kill me? Money no be problem. When I see her by the mess up. Why did they do me so? She did mash up my head off. Oh. So, girl, am they, they make her go cocoa. Hey, the way you live in my speckle. It's been a long time since I saw me listen, but she will always be my number one chick. Because I put now, no one my go back hook up to Manopa if it's an see the if it's an America, and so the go to and they didn't the key, they the the give me the incentive the i the Now You my you a champagne I Still a pain Ha I this The group be known, they try complain You know what i The way you did be my speckle This girl could they kill me you When I say I'm at the Baby why you they do me so my short, my head, oh This girl, they go, they make I go, oh, hey The way you dare be my speckle This girl coulda kill me, you, kill me, you The way you dare be my speckle This girl could kill me, you I see I'm at the up, Baby, why you they do me so? She didn't mash up my head though This girl, they go, they make a go kolo Hey, the way you did with my speckle This girl coulda kill me, Kill me,
1: Hello, hello Morgan with you here, and we're here with JB of Jomin and the
2: Uclose. Go ahead and say hi, JB. <laughs> hi, hi. Um, here's JB from Jomine and the Uclose band. Yeah. JB and Morgan chatted as old friends, discussing the band and salsa music of Benin. If you're not familiar with La Salsa Beninoise, what I tell you? You're in for some good music. Nice. So we've
1: known each other for a while now. Oh, uh, yes, um, like uh, almost four years. Yeah, yeah, is it? Okay. <laughs> uh, so, uh, some years ago, we featured Jomine in the Uclos on an Afropop program, which was actually one of the first ones that I produced. It was called Benin Transforming Traditions. Um, And that was a real pleasure for me because I was just getting into a lot of music from Benin, a lot of like roots music from Benin, like what we're just listening to now, a manon Thanks for the pronunciation correction. (laughs) Um, And so, you know, and I was getting to know you guys at the same time, but it was really a pleasure for me to meet you guys here in New York, um, to see Jomin and the U-Close live and also be able to talk about kind of the roots of the music. Jomin and the Uclos is now based in New York. Yeah. Uh, that's where I met you guys. What's the band up to now? How's it going in New York?
6: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Life in New York. The band is um working on a lot of projects now. Excellent. We're looking forward to record the next album. We have already the tracks ready. Mm-hmm. Something like ten songs. And uh, right now we we're, we're most of the time busy doing you know workshops, Excellent. getting stuff ready because we know that you know even for those ten tracks, we don't need three months in studio. You know, no. when we go in studio for those 10 tracks in three days, four days, we're done with it. Because actually we've been playing those tracks already in live performance.
1: If anybody gets the chance to see Jomian in the u live, you'll see that this is such a tight band. It's a family band. So, you know, it's three brothers and Rose, who's the daughter of Samuel, Jomian, the founder. The recorded (laughs) music is beautiful, but the live experience is even stronger, (laughs) you know.
6: pretty cool. What are we listening to, JB? Ah, <laughs> uh, Belmond Zed. <laughs> so that's that's Salsa
1: from Benin. Yeah. Which, yeah. like, I, I realized, you know, when I checked you guys out, mm-hmm. obviously the music that Jomi and the Uclos plays, there's a lot of Salsa influence and whatnot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I realized until I went to Benin Republic how popular Salsa is. Like, yeah. <laughs> like... Like yeah. this, will, you know, there the clips on the TV and you'll mm-hmm. hear it on the radio mm-hmm. and things like that. So yeah. that's some that's from a couple of years ago, but mm-hmm. some relatively new salsa from Benin.
6: Actually, you know, Benin is, um, beside having our own culture, mm-hmm. which is I can tell you, colorful culture, we also embrace foreign culture. Mm-hmm. Talking about salsa,
7: mm-hmm.
6: I can tell you, salsa has a connection with Ijacha dance, which is. Uh, a dance uh, in which we use bon, you know bon
1: Yeah, it's a yeah. drum. Yes, uh, a, a speaking drum. Yeah. Yeah.
6: So the basic steps of dancing ijacha is exactly the basic step you dance salsa music. Wow. Seriously. Wow. So there is that connection. Now salsa music is popular in very. Benin, very popular. Yeah, Everybody dance salsa mm-hmm. You have a lot of, you know, salsa dancing, you know, clubs, you know, everywhere You have a ben-
1: congress, the same, like a salsa congress where people come and they dance once a year yeah, yeah. Yes. Yep, 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 yes, like a big one with yes. artists invited yes, and actually, everything yeah. Yeah.
6: Yes, we have um, a bunch of dance professors mm-hmm. around mm-hmm. And I can tell you, when they're dancing, <laughs> You're not going to believe that, you know, they're just Beninese. Uh, you will believe that they they went to school, a real school, and they learn, you know, seriously. Mm-hmm. So salsa is a popular music in Benin. And uh, yes. Since many
1: years, right? Like many like years. Jonas Pedro.
6: Jonas was, Pedro. Mm-hmm. Jospinto. Even Sagbohan Daniel. Even Sagbohan Daniel. Mm-hmm. He would you know. play
1: sometimes. Yeah. he would play um, timbal. Yeah. In his yeah. music yeah. videos.
6: You know, that on his last album, he has "Tres um, Encoret, which is um, a colorful salsa music. Mm-hmm. When you listen to it, there is not any, you know, motuno, you know, motive, you know, playing on a keyboard. But when you, you listen to it, you, you will realize the, the root of salsa in it. Sure. And what he does, which is amazing, is he puts traditional percussions, he used timbers, he used such a thing. And, you know, when talking about, you know, you know, track of salsa, it is something totally different, something Unique.
1: Right, right, right. Just for the audience, we're actually listening to Saibuan Sabuahen Danielu in the background. Saibuan's like he's like a godfather of Beninwa music. Yeah. And this we recorded live. I I was there. I recorded this live uh, in the patio of his house. He invited us there, and we (laughs) interviewed him. And so yeah, we can even listen to him.
6: Yeah, you can. <laughs> <laughs> he you see what he, he he was saying? Yeah, it was so like uh, 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 you will sing this chorus like you know a native,
1: like you're from the village. Yes, <laughs> yes, um,
6: and sometimes you try to sing like somebody that is drunk. You know? I guess. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, yes. Oh, so said, yeah, yeah. Oh, Yeah. I'm like, are we going to have a guy like him when he will be gone? He's a legend. Oh, my god!
1: He's a legend. I, I felt very honored to meet him and interview him and record this. You know, it's really, really great.
6: But anyways, you got to run, right? Yes. We'll try our best to keep the banner, you know, up. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful.
2: You just heard JB from the band Jomion and the Huclos. They also performed at Afropop's residency and brought the house down. For pictures of their performance, visit our website, afropop.org. Up next, Akornifa hosts the Ladies Hour with percussionist Courtney Rose and dancer Kim Holmes.
0: Hello, hello, you're listening to Afropop Worldwide. I'm from Brooklyn, New York, and we have with us the amazing Courtney Rose. Am Here. I amazing? Yes, you are, girl. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so tell people who may not know about you what, what you
8: do, what you play, and how you got your start. So I play djembe. been playing djembe since the age of seven. Uh, my mom actually put me into the art. She was a dancer. She's now a pathologist. <laughs> but she wanted me to do karate at first, and then she put me in drum class. So I never left. Um, I started drumming at the La Rock Bay School of Dance Theater, one of the oldest dance schools in Harlem. A lot of people don't know that. And, well, I was drumming as a solo artist for for a long time, a few years. But I've always had talent. I was a rapper first. I mean, I still rap, but I don't do, like, as much hip-hop. I do, like, live rap and uh, spoken word I'm curious to hear a bit about some of the challenges
0: that you faced being very unique in this space and some of the successes and um, exciting things that are happening, have been happening lately.
8: So I was born in New York City in Harlem, um, born and raised. Uh, I didn't know that um, I was unique until I started getting a lot of pushback. Mm -hmm. with me being on drums and and, I mean me being on djembe, not just drums you know djembe is a powerful instrument Mm -hmm. and um I was in the I call it the African dance world the men used to look at me like oh what's this girl gonna play right and then when I started to get into the band world like I got a lot of pushback I got a lot of you shouldn't do that um you're not gonna make it this far on that one little instrument I had people tell me buy drum machines, buy this, buy that, because djembe just wasn't gonna make it in a live music world. That discouraged me, you know? So I was just like, you know, watching other people and thinking, how could I be like them instead of being like myself? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that was very discouraging.
0: Was it? Was there like a moment when it clicked? When you realized that you had something and didn't matter.
8: Right. I I think that moment for me, it was when I was broke. You know, I was laying Mm. down one day in my bed and I just woke up in the morning and I was like, I don't have any money. I have this huge vision. You know, um, I was like, I'm amazing. I thought I was amazing and then again I would question it because of what was said Mm -hmm. but I was like um you know I have this huge vision what I want things to be like and then coming from La Rock Bay School of Dance I was like I saw it you know he had a vision and he didn't care Mm -hmm. (laughs) so I was like you can't care you gotta go out there and 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 do it so that one day when I didn't have any money I I mean I had I think I had like 40 dollars and I had called up a A musician and I was like, you know, I'm ready to start my band now. I was like, I only have forty dollars, and this is a true story. Mm -hmm. I was like, but I'm going to book a rehearsal and I have some music that's already written, and then we can go from there. He was like, Yo, I'm down. So and that's when it started. Wow, forty dollars. Wow, in New
0: York City. In New York City, (laughs) right? Yeah. (laughs) So, but now you um, recently as. Some may know. But you have <laughs> collaborated with lots of different people, including Oh, yeah, for sure. J. Cole, <laughs> right? Um, Beyonce, right, right. Um, and <laughs> what have those experiences been like?
8: Well, J. Cole was was super cool. J. Cole, I remember um, getting a call for uh, J. Cole. I was at um, Bam in Brooklyn Mm -hmm. and I was watching a performance and my phone rang and they was like oh you want to come down to the studio session Um, usually when you're playing with big artists they don't tell you who it is Um, so they're like do you have time but I'm like yeah but I was in the middle of still watching the show but I'm like I have to get back uptown to Harlem and get these drums (laughs) <laughs> that was my focus So But so when I walked into the session It was It was J. Cole But I, I had no idea Crooked Smile would be On Billboard I had no idea Wow yeah.
0: And then more recently mm-hmm. You were in L.A. Correct, right With The um, one and only Queen B Beyonce
8: <laughs> Beyonce is, is I mean it was surreal mm-hmm. You know sometimes You gotta pinch yourself Like am I really here <laughs> What a lot of people don't know Is that uh, Sometimes you're not a fan Of the artist that you work with mm-hmm. But I was a huge fan of Beyonce work ethic um, it remind me of Lorac Bay. It was very out of the box. Do you see she dance, she sings. she just, she's an entertainer. I like entertainment. That's why I love Beyonce. I love the rehearsals. Everybody was humble. B was super cool. I'm blessed. What
0: a thing to be a part of. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, you don't for have to talking thank me? To you
8: know I like coming up here. Oh
0: okay, well. <laughs> Now we know (laughs) Yeah I like coming up here Uh, Tell people Where they can find you What you have coming up next
8: Well you can find me At Courtney Rose C-O-U-R-T-N-E-E R-O-Z-E Those are all of my handles On Twitter Instagram Facebook is Courtney Rose the musical You can always find me Courtney Rose
0: Thank you so much. You got thank it. You so, so much. And in honor of you saying you played with uh, J. Cole, we're going to play um, Paulette, which was oh. sampled on Can't Get Enough. Okay, cool. Um, by Bala Isse Baladin.
2: <laughs> Perfect. Thank you,
0: Courtney. You got
2: it. Percussionist Courtney Rose, thank you.
9: Femme ni sauf et se rongoler, d'un autre la née la les deux. La naïa y est fémme ni sauf et se rongoler. La naïa y est fémme ni sauf et les deux. Gaïa ma cotillère, c'est un ma cotillère, gaïa ma so funny, ma cotillé, love when so funny
0: Know something else we play that Saturday? Hey, a cornifa. what was that? Well, it was a little record we found on the shelf. Does this sound familiar?
2: Music, 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 music. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that was my first record bagues, in 1967, and I did it with Manu Dibango. That's a, a long time ago. La musique. Mm. la musique du vent, des oiseaux, des insectes, de l'eau qui ruisselle. Et l'homme trouva que c'était bon. Et l'homme, au premier jour de sa naissance, créa le jazz. Let there be music, rock, jazz, or blues. Let there be... Music. My goodness, that was a long time ago. I'm Josh Collini. Back again, although many years later. Phew, you're listening to the live pop-up radio experience on Afropop Worldwide from PRI Public Radio International. Who did you speak to next during the live broadcast?
0: Well, I spoke to Kim Holmes from Harlem, who is a dancer, choreographer, and teacher.
2: Let's hear a bit of it.
0: Thank you so much for being here with us. Oh, well, thank you for having me. So excited to hear about what you do because it um, encompasses so many different things. Um, It's a little bit of house. It's a little bit of hip hop, it's a little bit of dance hall, it's a little bit of African, a little bit of contemporary. So, can you can you tell the people what it is you do and how you would describe it?
10: Hmm. It's like a melting pot. Like we look at New York, you know, everybody comes here um, to pretty much uh, follow their dreams, and um, that's what it is for me for dance. It's you know creating dreams and. Um, doing it through movement. So with uh, the different walks of life that I've encompassed, that's what I put into my work. Yeah. It's fun, it's, it's, a, it's my gift first and foremost. Yeah. And I explore it from a perspective of someone who was told that they couldn't do this type of work. And what would it be if you, know, um, you were somewhere where it's like you totally are free to do whatever you wanna do, how would you move? Mm-hmm. And um, I go from that perspective.
0: Can you describe a little bit about the music that you dance to? Ooh. Ah, oof. <laughs> there's so, there's so much
10: music, live drums mm-hmm. are definitely my favorite, you know, because that is the basis of everything that I do. It's um hearing hearing them talk to you. They speak to you in a certain kind of way and you know, drummers know how to to pull you in. Mm-hmm. And um I can listen to uh, when I started turning things around for me, he was listening to Fela. Okay. So that was just like, okay, this man is saying some stuff. Like, wow, what's what's going on? And then I had a friend of mine, uh, a desoler, mm-hmm. um, who was able to play um, the main role. And when I went to see it, it oh. was just like, oh, this is what it is. This is. This is how we really dance. This is what he was saying to us and the things that were going on so the revolution that he was having mm-hmm. amongst the people and it it clicked for me. Yeah. So it was just like, "Oh, okay. This is what I want to do now." And yeah. but I've been listening to music in so many different different levels, but it was live music. Yeah. So live music hits you in a different way than actually when you're listening to a DJ and yeah. you know and trying to have that element um Push you to that next um, space right. But so many different DJs Have done it for me too Yeah, so. there
0: is nothing like Being in a room With live drumming oh, And dancing There's no, nothing like no, it. That's
10: not, it It's healing Yeah You know, so That's another perspective of it Of understanding What we do through the dance It's not only just about um, I'm coming to To battle you on the dance floor yeah. um, You know, I'm coming to get that healing I'm coming to feel What the drum is saying to me So I can release that burden Or whatever it is That's on me
0: You know And get it out My soul Right So beautiful (laughs) So where can people Find you And do you have Any projects coming up That we should know about You can find me At
10: Alvin Ailey Mm -hmm. um, Tuesdays and Thursday nights I do a house class uh, Beginner's house But people say It's not really beginners Um, (laughs) It's whatever the music It's whatever the music uh, Dictates to me That night Uh Um, And that's from 8 to 9 30 p.m. I'm also Mm -hmm. at uh, Perry Dance Which is on Thursday. 13th Street in Manhattan every Monday and Friday, Mondays from 6 to 7.30 and I do a street fusion class and it's called Kim which is my name, Uh, and I was trying to figure out what symbolizes me. Why do people want to come learn from me? The acronym is um, Kim, but it really means kinetic inspired movement. So I inspire you to move, you know, and we're all kindred spirits. We're all connected on certain levels. You know, it's just you have to be aware. Yeah. And um, on Friday nights, I do a house fundamental class from 730
0: to nine. Wow. Well, on that note, <laughs> <laughs> thank you so, so much.
2: Oh, thank you for, for having coming. me. Thank, thank you, you, you for having me. That was Kim Holmes talking about her very unique genre of dance. I wish I could take one of her house dance classes at Alvinelli. <laughs> We've got one more special guest for you. So keep listening to the live pop-up radio experience.
1: Back here on Afro Pop Worldwide and Stuart Radio simultaneously, and I'm here with Isaac and Kumu Isaac Katale. Thank you, Morgan. Sorry, sorry. He has many names, many, uh, many goals.
3: We go with what the spirit wants. You uh-huh. know? Yeah.
1: So he's been picking, uh, been selecting for us. Uh, he did a set before. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us a little bit about some of the things you played?
3: I mean, I saw you guys have like classic here, classic disc. Come on, this Uh 332.
1: Vinyl records. So
3: I bump into a lot of 80s and, you know, I got to play with Sukusta, so Lokasa and Bongo is in Sukusta. Lokasa used to be a rhythm guitarist for Tabule, yeah, like back in the 60s. Yeah, yeah. So I, I fell in love with the oldies because when I was when we were growing up in Kinshasa, uh, they would play these oldies when it's time for you to go to school. Exactly. Like by 12 o'clock because you have the afternoon class which starts like 12:30. Like by 11:30, going 12, you start hearing all these oldies. So we used to actually hate it, you know, cause you know, it's time for you to get ready. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, playing in a band with a lot of elders, it, it gave me a, a, a first hand access to this oldie. So when I came here, I saw someone you the know, tabla, Africa Jazz and all, all the tunes. So I selected Ndaya Paradis, it is one of my favorite of tabla. The song is very sad, but it's just very, very melodic.
1: Nice, nice. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, for those lovers of African music in New York Nkumu Katalai needs no introduction but for everybody else, he's like a legend in town. He's played with everybody he's holding it down, he teaches uh, Afro-Congolese dance mm-hmm. class every mm-hmm. Saturday like so many things and at Afropop, mm-hmm. we're going to be uh, having him on our residency so you recently recorded a track with uh, with Alvaro Solo who he Alvarito. played Alvarito Solo, that's mm-hmm. right. He played with, uh, with Falea Pupa, mm-hmm. but he recently left. Mm-hmm. Now I know you're Friends with Faliopupa, mm-hmm. so how can you play with a musician who just left his band? Uh,
3: it, That's not a. Like, it, it looks like you know, uh, Morgan has gotten into the Congolese gossip, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, meaning you know, when I say it, like Congolese gossip means like he's asking me a question as somebody who's really within those music because when people separate in bands, sometimes they don't speak to each other. Mm. But Alvarito, Sol- Solo, and Fali are good friends, man. Good, beautiful. You know, I mean, they, the work has separated them, but you a lot of time when you're working together and you grew up together and you're working Mm. together you have your entourage of people who have different certain beliefs so when that separation happened you have to let that wound just heal itself like no these two people are friends they've known each other for a long time
1: beautiful beautiful. yeah Yeah, so earlier this year Falia Pupa was one of the biggest stars of Congolese music he came to New York Mm -hmm. we interviewed him which was a an honor and a pleasure. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. He was staying in the Waldorf Astoria, you know, right. pretty swanky. Yeah. Um, and also we got to record his set live. So I'd love to listen to some of that. And the part that I want to listen to is the seven, that kind of energy and the feel that right. they got into. So um, we'll, we'll cue that up. And uh, how did you see that performance? Like, how'd you like it? Funny performance? Yeah. It was good. I remember when we
3: spoke in, in his hotel room, he, said, he asked me, how long have you, know, have you been home? I say, look, 20 years, you say, whoa, man, how are you doing that? But you know, I say, did you see how it feels good to see your brother from home, people who are still smelling the rottenness of, you know, spilled, you know, uh, fufu on the floor? Like you play music differently when you have it like that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, yeah. let's, let's hear some of that. Uh, <laughs> let's hear the, the rotten fufu on the floor. <laughs> Listening to unreleased live recordings of Falia Pupa, that was recorded live in New York, uh, not that long ago in 2016. Mm-hmm. Sounds pretty fresh to me. <laughs>
3: I, I guess I spent a lot of time in the back after performing. Yeah, you yes. missed
1: the good stuff. Because you know,
3: well, you know, I, I, maybe I, I was in, in this part, but what I like taking it from where you know we spoke about, uh, they have this sense of cohesion, you know, between them because yeah. they're a band, they play they're together. Yeah. So like. Even as you're listening to the the, the conga and the drummer, and even just the keyboard guy coming in is
1: is just like smooth. Very smooth. Especially the Congo. Excellent. So when, when we interviewed Fali, it was really, really cool because um, you know, we've talked about this before, but there's mm-hmm. this aspect of Congolese music that's called Libanga, mm-hmm. which is an shout economic yeah, 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 economic and social aspect of it, right. which is shout-outs. Exactly. Right. Which is like, you know, and you even that's received a libanga live from that, that, Fali. That's
3: our shout out to my sister Courtney Rose. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know, cause you know, this is a traditional, you know, this is a traditional Thing for, for African culture. Exactly when you are, your name is cited, it, it really vibrates from you to your family. Mm-hmm. So, like, the lineage of who it's you meaningful. are is, like is extremely meaningful. And I mean, valuable. And even, you know, you could tell God likes shout out. You know what? People like to pray <laughs> to God all the time. <laughs> Thank you, God. This, God. You know, you're the man, God. All right. that stuff. You like shout right. out. so what about human beings? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So,
1: and in the Congolese music context, mm-hmm. it, it can even mean that somebody will give you money. Oh, yeah. They'll I give mean, you a car.
3: I, I don't know how they keep up with it, because some of us have been so long outside of home. Right. Like even when we were growing up, just as young street musician, mm-hmm. like when people come in, the way you patronage them is by actually just shouting them out. Exactly. That means directly you're opening them up. Like, you know, you know, the homie will be bringing money every time in the band rehearsal right. because he's getting shot out. Right. You, you gotta you gotta give it. Gotta give
1: it. Yeah, and this is an aspect that I'm super interested in as a musician because, like, most of the models that we have are failing. Like, the record oh, yeah. industry, it's oh, failing. Yeah. Like, you know, you're you're a musician in New York. We struggle a lot to make mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. make money from our music. Right. Everybody wants to see a live band. Nobody wants to pay for it. So, right. you know, there's a lot of struggles that happen. And it was very interesting to talk to... Not for
3: Congolese musicians. Yeah, man.
1: not for Congolese musicians. <laughs> it's a different sort of system. The so,
3: market died, but people just, like, some people are actually just going in in studio to make up song or two or three because hey, if I sing about that guy, I'm getting at least 35000 just for having the song dedicated to this guy. But it depends also what caliber of musician, like somebody like for Kofi sure. to yeah. sing, to put in a song and give it your name. Right. You know, that's that at, means at, a lot. That's at least, for Kofi, that's at least $20,000. Right. Just to take his song and give it like Morgan Green Street name.
1: Right. But also because Kofi has such a big platform, oh, if yeah. he uses my name there and I start a business, people will wanna
3: Everybody will be behind that.
1: Like Exactly. Like it,
3: just like you know, Fali came here, like a simple shout out to, to me. Like I'm getting calls from back home, like, oh, you know, like everybody wants to be your friend now.
1: That's awesome.
3: That's awesome. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's because you know some of us we take it for granted because you look at him, you know, he's your homeboy, he's your, you know, he's a friend. You respect him uh-huh. and what he do. You're not looking at his status, but homeboy is big. <laughs>
1: right, uh, right, right, Very big. <laughs> to yeah, stop
3: yeah. and say like, you know, you know, shout out to my homeboy, you know, friend, you know, Isaac Atalai, Like, but like, people stop. Like,
1: people will research you. Yeah, because he shouted you out. Yeah, yeah.
3: Who's that guy? Like, exactly. Like you got somebody like finally stopping music to say his name. Who's that guy? Yeah. So back home if i need to say that that person dropped at least fifteen thousand in that night
1: wow yeah
3: the way i got shout out yeah mm, somebody dropped fifteen thousand. so
1: did so did you uh no man (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean it's
3: it's, it's a model it exists within the spectrum of culture Mm -hmm. in how you call it storytelling culture saying a name or an event is heavy than having it written in a book that is scientifically proven right so it, it connects the, the vibrancy of it or the vibration of it connects in a bigger spectrum so now you kept that thing going and every line of society around you whether you're in the church you're praying to god you know he's like giving god shout out mm-hmm. and sometimes people even use the analogy like don't say satan's name because you're giving him shout out for free <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's a free shout out dude. To Satan So some people have criticized it for the same reason That it's almost like, you know, it's like overly commercializing the music It's like, you know, you're ignoring then some of the the finer Quality. details of music And, and we'll hear that Fali got into that too He was like, like he point. tries to sing his... Libanga, you know, work it into the. No, but
3: that did not start today. Like no, my favorite, sure. my favorite vocal among my favorite vocal in Congolese music. I'm annoyed today because I got passed passed away. But I, since I like that vocal by Reddy, he said, I don't know music. You can't get Tanzania Pedro So I don't know music. All these are names. But I like the melody line the guy did.
1: Uh-huh, so, uh-huh. got
3: Tanzambi passed away like what, like six, seven years ago? So, that means I like that melody. I- got Tanzambi is forever immoralized. Sure. Because yeah, yeah. of sing, That's how powerful these processes are. Because in storytelling, you are making this family immoral
1: mm-hmm. by mm-hmm. saying
3: the name through including it in, in, in the andage. Definitely. So when you put it on record, it stays forever. Like today, I'm singing that vocal because of the melody, but Igor Tanzambi passed away. Like, yeah, seriously. So right now, Igot Tanzambi came in the United States in Afro Pop Radio you know, station. Right. Because I like what he sung.
1: <laughs> exactly. That's the, the echoes uh-huh. of that system.
3: So you pay for it, especially if somebody's known, somebody like Kofi, easily, like, you know, big people, like $100,000. Wow! Like, like, like for one album, you might make fun of him. He didn't sell in the market, but he probably packed like two million, three million just
1: to do one major record. Right. Well, let's hear um, this clip. Mm-hmm. All right, let's hear this. Don pour moi comme étranger quelque chose qui m'intéresse beaucoup sur la musique music, uh, music congolaise c'est Libanga. Libanga. Yeah. <laughs> ouais. Timba. Okay, vas-y. When <laughs> so, you wanted to know, uh, we are
3: precursors, no?
1: So that's uh, our interview with Falie oh, yeah. that's mm-hmm. in French, and, uh, you know, he got really excited when I mentioned Libangas. He li
3: said Otimba, it means you are very aware, you are cunning, you are cunning, like, you know, Caning. yeah, you know, I mean, it's the slang word for you being, you know, on time, on point.
1: Uh-huh, and and he was saying, we're so in advance, mm-hmm. we're so in advance. Actually, can can we hear this part? He started, he gave an example of singing, uh, like sung Libangas.
7: Mm.
3: So,
1: so his point with that was like there's a way to do it that keeps it musical, oh yeah. that keeps it beautiful. That you know, if you don't even if you if you don't understand the language, you don't know it's a name that's being sung. So,
3: growing up, J.B., who. Many of us are from, we were groomed from the Wenge generation. He tell you he was also a big fan of Jibin piano uh-huh. when the whole Wenge group was. One of my favorite vocals by Jibe say, Ah, daida, jezi ava, kufatike la kibiso, litea, semoko, la mulue, egotanzambi, patike mubenga, ya di demo, gizo guime, tumba masikiniye, Peter de castel bajak, erike kenjo, Oh Malumumba, <laughs> Stale Capita Movoto, oh, all this after just like 12. Je, uh-huh.
1: So, different Libanga. So, so Jive was Ma banga.
3: Yeah, Mabanga. Uh, ma banga, ma yeah.
1: Banga, that's so, plural.
3: So Jive yeah. by us in that generation. Yeah. Because you know, Papamba Libanga was heavy already. You know, mm-hmm. like, yo, that's Papa. Papamba sang that guy. Yo, that's that's mm-hmm. heavy. That's loaded. Mm-hmm. We know that, but we didn't focus on what performers was singing. We, we Wenge generation. Mm-hmm. So, mind you, Give lining up all these names in melody. Like, that's your favorite song. What would you do? Like, you're going to be singing that. Uh-huh. Those names Guillemet passed away, Enrique Kenzo passed away. Few names there inside, we know they're no longer here. Right. But forever, once you hear that song, they're there. Beautiful. The same way he did with that. You yeah. know, he sang those melodies. They are all names
1: isaac thank you so much for coming down we're really looking forward to having you as part of the residency
3: Kumu katalai, Kumu katalai. Yeah. sorry
1: i know i know nkumu personally you know, you know so to me i'm telling
3: the personal people like it's a know. different name
1: to me you know my yeah. bad my bad my call, bad
3: call, call me you know what the street wants what do uh,
1: you call me isaac uh, uh-huh. <laughs> What's that mean, Isaac?
3: <laughs> it means the white guy. You know, uh-huh. he's the white guy among us.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. So, nkumu katalai, we're thank you so much for coming down to Afropop. Uh, we're nearing the end of our broadcast here on Stewart Avenue. It's been really, really awesome. Thanks for doing this with us. Thanks, brother. Yeah, Thanks yeah. for having me, guys.
0: You just heard Morgan Green Street speaking with Nkumu Katalai with clips of Congolese musician Fali Ipupa speaking about Libanga. For more on Libanga, listen to the Afropop close-up episode Morgan produced called Congolese Roomba, Surviving the Pop Apocalypse on afropop.org. P-O-P-L-E. We are happy people,
11: we make you happy We are the
0: people,
11: we make you happy We are happy people, we met up, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: To Afropop team for such an energetic broadcast. If you want to learn more about the artists you heard, what they have coming up, and where they teach, visit our website, afropop.org. Thanks to Erin at Stewart Avenue Internet Radio for hosting our broadcast on their site, and to Alejandro Vanzant Escobar for making this happen. Funding for Afropop Worldwide comes from the National Endowment for the Humanities, the National Endowment for the Arts, which believes a great nation deserves great art, and PRI, Public Radio International affiliate stations around the U.S. And thank you for supporting your public radio station. Additional support for Afropop Worldwide comes from Town Hall in New York City, presenting The Jazz Epistles. Featuring for the first time reunited on stage in over 50 years, Yu Masekela and Abdullah Ibrahim, April 27th. Ticket information, townhall.com. And from Carnegie Hall, presenting three-time Grammy winner Angelique Kidjo, returning to Carnegie Hall with an all-star band and special guests. Tickets at carnegiehall.org and from Six Degrees Records, presenting Samba, the brand new album from Vieux Varca Touré, available now and on tour through May. You can find us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at AfropopWW. My Afropop partner is Sean Barlow. Sean produces our program for World Music Productions. Research and production for this program by Akornifa Achia.
0: And thanks for everyone for tuning in today. It's been... So alive. (laughs) So great.
2: Be sure to subscribe to our podcast series, Afropop Close-Ups, Profiles, Stories, and Cultural Conundrums from our African planet, from the producers of Afropop Worldwide. Season 2 is underway right now. Our chief photo engineer and co-producer is Michael Jones. Additional engineering by Mike Kaplan and Stephanie Lebeau. Benning Air and C.C. Smith edit our website, afropop.org. Our director of new media is Akonifa Achia, and I'm Georges
11: Colinet. <laughs> Alania ni de la o